0: Hello again, you're listening to the news at one. The European Parliament, as we've been reporting, has approved the controversial nature restoration law by a margin of 54 votes. Under the measure, member states will have two years to plan how they'll restore 20% of land and sea areas to their natural state by 2030 and all ecosystems by 2050. The law has to be rubber-stamped by the Parliament's Environment Committee next month, but today's vote was seen as the final hurdle. Farmer groups have expressed concern about the potential impact on agricultural land, while environmentalists say it's essential to reduce carbon emissions and to restore biodiversity. In a moment, we'll hear from Minister of State Malcolm Noonan, but first let's talk to the President of the Irish Creamy Milk Suppliers Association, Dennis Drennan, who's on the line now from Kilkenny. A very good afternoon to you, Ms. Mr. Drennan. Welcome to the programme. Now, the, the ICMSA That's had right. had a opposed uh, this measure, but it has now been passed by the European Parliament. It looks like it will become law. What are your questions, what are your concerns? concerns, concerns, what answers will you be looking to from government?
1: Well, I suppose first of all, I suppose we're not against nature restoration, but I suppose there's a lack of clarity as, as exactly what this means. Like, I mean, are, what are we looking to restore, and to what time frame? Like, are we looking to restore land to where it was five years ago, ten years ago, hundred years ago, or two hundred years ago? And th- what we're being told is it's all going to be done on state lands between Queanbeyan Board and Moan and the Office of Public Works. But we, you know, the figures don't seem to stack up as regards: is there enough land there that's suitable for for restoration, and is it going to go on to come come on to private lands, so our private landowners going to be affected? by this and if so is there a budget uh, associated with doing this because we just sort of simply can't have a repeat of what happened back in the 90s where we had land designated for uh, special environmental issues and that land has been completely devalued and unworkable from a farming point of view because if any farmer who has these land de- or her mm-hmm. land designated, it's almost impossible to do anything on that land without carrying out environmental impact statements etc etc, what, what uh, uh, which is funded from, by the farmer.
0: What we've been hearing from the government and we'll I presume hear it again from uh, Malcolm Noon in just a few minutes is that farmers will have the, the, the freedom of choice whether they want to opt into these schemes, that there is adequate land there under state ownership to meet this 20% target. And farmers who want to take part can, but it's entirely up to them.
1: Well, the 20% target, Brian, is just for 2030. It's when we start going for the targets that we have for 2040 and 2050. Like I mean, there's no doubt that the state will have enough land to meet its 20% target by 2030. But when the squeeze comes on in 2040 and 2050, and a lot of people presume that this is just about land re-wetting and and the bog area of Móna will cover this, but a maximum of less than 50% can be bog re-wetting. So there's another 50% that's going to have to be carried out on what we might call normal land, and, like, we don't believe that the, the state has enough of that land that's going to be suitable for restoration, and that's just the concerns that we have, that, you know, if the, if the figures stack up, that's fine, and it's all going mm-hmm. to be done on state land. But if we're getting on to, into into uh, private lands, for, uh, you know, this is people's mm. livelihoods we're talking about. But this perhaps, is land that the people have but worked on for there, generations.
0: There may well be farmers who... Who might be interested in in in, opting in setting aside some of their land for this nature restoration, for rewetting, uh, whatever term whatever term you want to use. Now, th- there is a question around the funding of that.
1: Absolutely. There's absolutely no budget being provided for this at the moment. So that's where we need the clarity on this. Like, I mean, if it's a thing that's going to be completely voluntary, that's okay. If there's a budget for it, then some farmers may opt in or may not choose not to opt in. But if this becomes mandatory, and and that's the fear that we have, and there's no detail around that at the moment, so that's what we're looking for. We We certainly don't want to repeat what's happened in the past with designated areas and special areas of conservation and SPAs. You know what we really mm-hmm. want is we want a collaborative approach where the government will work with the farmers who have been the custodians of the land for generations, and work with us uh, and try to come up with a plan that works for everybody. We don't we don't need all these rules and regulations imposed on farmers without any consultation. Uh,
0: the the focus here is on what I think is uh, described as peat soil land. Now not, not, we're not just talking about about bogs here, but about um, active agricultural land, but that is composed of, of peat soils. Now are you convinced? that it might be possible to um, deliver some nature restoration while still having that land available for agricultural use? that's the
1: clarity that we need like the you know the, the devil is always in the detail and if that can be clarified and I, that's what we're looking for is we want the government to work with farmers it like as i said it's people's livelihoods we're dealing with people who have fought uh, worked on on this land for generations to make a, a living for themselves and their families and we certainly don't want to repeat of what has happened in the past so if if, if if malcolm and the government are willing to come and sit down with us and discuss how this is going to be done with a with a budget in place if it's going to affect private landowners well then that's what we need not just this thing of passing rules and then enforcing it on farmers because we see what's happening across europe at the moment like with farmers have just had enough um, and we oh. don't we, know, we don't want we've, we've had enough rules without budgets uh, and that's what we need is cooperation between okay. the governments and farmers
0: all right well plenty of questions there for Malcolm Noonan Dennis Trennan from the ICMSA thank you very much for that and as I say we're joined on the line now by the Minister for Nature Heritage and Electoral Reform Malcolm uh, Noonan thank you for taking uh, our call this afternoon uh, Minister quite a few questions there from Dennis and you, you'll have heard what he had to say first of all um what is being restored here, or what is it aimed to restore? What what are you? What is the aim of bringing the land back to?
2: First of all, I suppose today is a very historic day, Brian, and a great day for nature and a great day for Europe. And I really want to uh, express my gratitude to the Irish MEPs who showed ambition, particularly the Irish Fine Gael MEPs, uh, and great credit to them. Um, secondly, I suppose, to, to address the point, I think we know that we uh, nature is in decline right across Europe, and we know that we, uh, it, we have to do something very significant, and that's where the origins of the nature restoration law have come. And in, in addressing the, the concerns, of Dennis and the ICMSA and other farm organisations. I'm certainly, and all the way along through this process over the last number of years, I've been very clear that we can't do this without the support of farmers, particularly in in relation to agricultural lands. Mm -hmm. And we have an ambitious plan. I think we're moving now in... From today, and we have already embarked on a process where we will engage with farmers, with fishers, with foresters, and with other stakeholders mm. to ensure that this is a collaborative plan. And uh, in in so, regard to the question that that was yeah, asked, because
0: I mean, it, it is a good, it's a pretty basic, pertinent question. Um, if if you take um, what is now currently agricultural land, um, what what would you like to see some
2: some of it restored to? Well, obviously, to to see it restored, to see it actively working for nature and to ensure Mm -hmm. that habitat conditions improve, to ensure that species return. We look at our farmland birds Mm -hmm. in significant decline. We want to see that reversed. So the cap rules are clear uh, funding, the farmers can get still get payments for additional work to restore nature while not affecting their cap payments. Secondly and most significantly is that the government has this year in, put in place a climate and nature fund of 3.15 billion euro which will be underpinned by legislation from the Department of Finance to ensure that from 2026 there will be a significant fund in place that farmers can participate in schemes, many of which and, and we look across mm-hmm. the country, tens of thousands of farmers are already participating participating in 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 programs and schemes to restore nature so it's already well underway
0: the target is 20 of, of of land by 2030 what about
2: beyond that Beyond that, we uh, we we have to restore all, all, all habitats towards 2050. So it's quite it's quite significant, and we, we know that uh, as Dennis has said as well that the we, we can achieve uh, restoration targets on, on towards 2030 on state lands. Thereafter, there's quite a bit of science and quite a bit of discussion to take place. Uh, and again, what I've stated is that we want this to be a collaborative plan. Mm-hmm. We now have a two-year but it, process. But it to will mean beyond 20,
0: sorry, it will mean beyond 2030 um, agricultural land coming into the frame.
2: Yeah, but again on on a voluntary basis so farmers can participate in schemes as they're doing now up and down the length and breadth of the country thousands of farmers are already participating in schemes through life programmes through farm plan EIPs and the Acres Cooperation Project so they're already doing it and what we're really saying is that these will be voluntary schemes we've said Mm. this all along and again, again to give reassurance there to Dennis and to his colleagues and to all farmers that we want to do this as a collaborative plan Will
0: there be a separate funding stream because that isn't included in this legislation There isn't a clear budget commitment to this.
2: There is. There's a, a. There's. There's certainly, as I said, the the Climate and Nature Fund is is going to be in place from 2026. The legislation is being drafted by the Department of Finance at the moment, and we're working closely with them to ensure that it works and will work for for nature. And secondly, I think uh, it was confirmed by Sean Kelly MEP this morning that there will be, through the multiannual financial framework at European level, there should be a fund in place as well. So I think this is a great opportunity for rural Ireland. Certainly, an opportunity to deliver real funding into rural communities, and I I think that we should look at this as a, as a very strong opportunity to restore nature, to restore good water quality uh, and make climate resilience as well as uh, good see, resilience you see, for local for no farmers. Minister,
0: the concern of many, of many farmers is that their, their cap funding, the various farm payments will, will be linked in some way to them buying into these uh, rewilding schemes.
2: No, not the case. And the, the CAP rules are very clear that farming can still take place uh, where farmers are participating in schemes. So I think there's, I would see this as a huge opportunity for farmers. Uh, obviously, the detail we have to work out, we have to sit down with the farm organisations. We're already mm-hmm. designing that process. We want to go out and engage in a very collaborative and a very positive way to ensure that the schemes are designed with farmers in mind. And I think this is, goes beyond farming because it affects fishers, foresters, into our urban areas as well. So there's quite a bit of engagement to take place over but the next number of years. They're
0: going to set aside a proportion of their of their holdings for nature restoration. That, that's land that will no longer be able to deliver them an in income and will no longer be economically productive.
2: Well, it will because they, they, will, they, they will be deriving an income from, performing, uh, from using their land for ecosystem services to perform a function for nature. And having good, good, good nature on our lands and having good quality water will actually help productivity on land as well.
0: We'll leave it there. Minister Malcolm Noonan, thanks very much for talking to us on the programme.